0: Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Weester. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hey guys, it's Callie. Welcome back. or if you're new, hi, this is Open Ended. I'm so excited you're here. So for this episode, I actually wanted to talk about COVID and like basically all the good developments that have come in the past couple weeks, especially in California, because I know that a lot of California has been locked down or is just coming out of being locked down for a little bit. And It was just a really bad time COVID-wise in California, so I kind of want to talk about that a little bit and kind of just give people some hope because I think that a big part of this podcast is just seeing that there's good really in everything and that you can still be in a bad situation but find the good in it. With that said, I'm going to basically start with um, kind of just going through various topics that I think are important. Stuff like that. So, the first thing I want to talk about is the vaccine. So, if you don't know, California has been basically doing mass vaccinations for the past couple weeks. And I want to say it's like 4 million doses or something like that have been already administered, which is amazing. That's crazy. That's honestly super awesome. So, that's one good thing that is kind of happening in the COVID sense that. When more people get vaccinated, less people will get sick, which can lead to more reopenings, which is really good because for a lot of people, I think that they've been worried about the California economy and a lot of small businesses closing down. So that is, seems promising. And I will say that, um, I get why people are afraid to get the vaccine because it's, you know, a lot of people are unfamiliar with it. They don't really know, like, I guess what's in it, but it's the type of thing where I think that most people should feel encouraged to take the vaccine because it will lead to more reopenings and the technology for the creating the vaccine has been in the making for I wanna say like over fifteen years, which is awesome. So that's the, one of the reasons why they were able to develop it super quick in that they aren't really seeing any long term side effects related to it, which is again super cool. So if you are afraid to take to take the vaccine or you don't want to take the vaccine, just, it's okay. Um, just, you really, there's no reason really to be afraid of taking it because the way that they created it, it has been developed for so long and it's like 95 or 96% effective, so you will probably, you'll be okay. So just... If anything, if you take away anything from the, from this episode, just don't be afraid of the vaccine. You will be okay. Okay. Yes. So moving on to reopening, like I said before, more people are getting vaccinated, which means like most likely more reopenings. Something really good that is happening is that more, the governor is pushing for more reopenings of schools in California, which is super awesome. However, the reasons why a lot of schools haven't begun to reopen is because, ultimately, the teen teachers' union are kind of in charge of all of those things. So, that's why a lot of schools have been hesitant to reopen because, A, the teachers' unions are pretty much in charge of letting reopenings happen, and, B, a lot of teachers are hesitant to go back and work in school. Which, on that... Going off of that, I can see why a lot of teachers don't want to go back if they have younger kids or just are immunocompromised or any really of those things. But it, it I think for a lot of students, especially who want to go back, it, it can be disappointing when you see that a lot of teachers don't want to go back, but so many of the students do, you know, so it's so it's good that a lot of schools are making the changes to let reopenings happen which I think will help p- kids learn so much more than doing on a screen especially for the younger kids which look like they are going back first because I mean they're in elementary school. You can't it's very difficult to learn like your ABCs and your certain words and all of those things from a screen and also younger kids especially like kindergartners through third grade don't really know how to we work like computers so it's pretty much the parents that are doing all those things it's just there are difficulties I think with COVID for everyone is basically what I'm trying to say however it does look like that we are starting to get that with the vaccine is coming more reopenings which is a really good thing because I know everyone wants to go back to normal and just not be in COVID anymore, be in restrictions and just have all those things happen. I think that people want to be able to go to sports events and um, concerts and go back to school or work or any of those things. People just want to go back to normalcy. And I think that with the onslaught of so much vaccine distribution in California, I think that we're slowly, very slowly starting to come back to normalcy. It's just little by little, baby steps. I think that that's what's kind of happening, which is good. Another thing about COVID that is kind of, I guess, happening is I'm sure if you don't know, um, it's fine if you don't because this is something that is just beginning to be touched, is there are new strains of the of coronavirus um, making its way through. I know there's one in the UK. I believe there's one in South Africa as well, which that can be, that's a little upsetting, I will say. But what is good is that the U.S. Um, and a lot of other countries haven't had much exposure with it, which is really good, so it means it won't spread as fast, and with the lockdowns already, people are, people are fairly protected. Um, I don't know if any new lockdowns, in particularly in the U.S., will occur because of this, but have to see. I hope not. Um, I believe though that the vaccine is, or set of vaccines I should say, because there's three now. Um, I'll go into that next. Um, I don't know. I believe they are fairly protective in preventing the new strains. I don't know for sure, but they're not as, um, they're not as preventive as, for other the the strain that most people are currently having in the US um with that said there are three vaccines now there is the um what are they it is the I don't remember two of them I don't remember the brand names of them uh I believe it's Moderna and Pfizer maybe? Yeah. I think that's the ones that are, it's two doses. However, recently, I want to say in the last month, Johnson and Johnson have, they've gotten their FDA approval for emergency use of their vaccine. And that one is even more efficient because it only requires one shot and you're done. Um, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. I don't know how effective that one is. I want to say it's in the, upper 90%, like all of the other ones. I want to say it's like 94, 95. It's pretty close to the ones that you take two shots for, which is awesome. Now I will say, I don't know about you, but I do have people that I know that are afraid of needles and shots and all of those things and like getting IVs and stuff. But I will say is that the way that at least they are administering the vaccine now is... In your car so that makes it a lot easier to get the vaccine obviously because you can just like look away as opposed to you're in a medical setting so it's more of a comfort thing I've seen that with people where it's really hard to receive to not freak out when getting a vaccine or a shot or anything really like that that uses a needle because you're in a doctor's office setting or just a medical setting so that's good that you're in a more of a comfortable place and you can you're in your own space, really, when you're in your car doing it, which is cool. Um, I kind of want to go back to with reopenings because that is what I think is what is on a lot of people's minds, especially now, is reopening, like with concerts and live events and really all that's in sports and all of those things like that. Um, if you guys know, Super Bowl is tomorrow. Um, that's super exciting. I personally am not the biggest football fan, but that's pretty cool. I always watch the Super Bowl. That's exciting. Um, but they are actually having fans in their stadium, but I believe it's all social distance, wearing masks, all of those things, which is really cool. Um, I guess we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, and adding on to that, sports in California, I believe, high school sports, um, a lot of them haven't gone back like the fall section for fall sports that pretty much was canceled which is such a bummer this year like football and all those things that are normally in the fall didn't end up happening because as if I don't know if um people necessarily know this but CIF released their abridged 2021 sports schedule for this school year however a lot of athletes were unable to play in fall sports because of either lockdowns or the case counts were too high, which is is such a bummer. Like, oh, I just, I um, am a student-athlete, or I guess I do a sport at our school. It's year-round. We weren't able to do our fall section. Our season pretty much has ended at this point, but it's just a bummer that all those things are kind of happening, but it sounds like a lot of sports that are, that can be social distance and safer are coming back, especially spring, which is super exciting. And, um, that's really cool. Uh, High school sports specifically. I know college and pros very different. Um, but I'm in high school. So, or as some people say, who are outside of the U S secondary, secondary school. Anyway. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I, um, kind of had experiences with. I don't know about high school games or meets or really anything like that. Um, cause I know that a lot of the ones that are being able to play are like cross country, track and field, swimming, all of those things where you can easily be distanced. Those are coming back. I don't know if they can have attendance at the meets. Um, so yes, beep sports are slowly coming back. I know that there's also a movement kind of going on in California. Um, what is the name of it? It's like, it's, I think it's like, let them play or let us play or something like that. It's basically a movement that pushes, um, California leaders to open back up high school sports again, which that, um, is pretty cool. Obviously you want to be done safely and effectively so you can kind of, um, prevent a spread or super spreader event of COVID, which that's, that's just I'm gonna say about that um yes as a from for like live events and concerts it's still up in the air with a lot of that stuff I know Coachella this year was canceled which I, that's the second year that's been canceled which I know for a lot of people that live down south or really throughout California there people are really bummed about that but of course that's a little bit too soon with vaccine distribution for people to be to go back to stuff like that however um I know some people that work in like live events and things like that where it's inside and, and you're in conferences and I know that those are starting to get booked up and of course those are inside but people are probably going to be wearing masks most likely and social distancing which is really cool that that's coming back especially over the summer because um most people believe that we will be vaccinated that the majority of people will be vaccinated by the summer which is super cool because um we can start getting back to reopening, um, and I've you've probably noticed, but a lot of stuff with COVID revolves around the vaccine, which is super important. However, I will say, even though we were we are really close to getting back to or beginning to get back to normalcy, just continue to be safe. Try to minimize contact with people, especially the elderly, even though they are starting to get vaccinated. Um, be safe, social distance, wear a mask when you have to, all that stuff. I don't want to bum people out because of course everybody knows this, but you know, just a good reminder. And also with reopening schools, I believe I touched on this in previous episodes, but with reopening schools, I think that it'll be really good for people to begin to have at least a bit of social connection and, um, interaction, which will be awesome because I know I've experienced this, but it's really hard from a mental health and really social health standpoint with virtual learning because it is so difficult to stay connected. So I truly believe that there will be some people that are affected, their mental health will be affected when we come back. But um, I think that just beginning to have people come back and come back to school and have some sort, a little bit more social interaction will be good mental health wise. Um, so I'm excited to go back. But again, for so many schools, it's up in the air. We really don't know. So just what my, I guess, mantra or belief really for this year is just keep being optimistic, keeping hopeful and just keep up the hope, keep the faith. It's kind of one of those things where, um, and I believe I touched on this in the positivity episode. If you want to go back and Listen to that if you haven't yet little plug there um that you can you're the only person who can control your reaction the only thing you can really control in situations is, is you so that is something that I've kind of adopted especially this year when so much of it is not in our control with COVID and all those things so long story short that's my mantra for this year and kind of why it is like that or not necessarily my mantra but just my yearly philosophy um that sounded kind of corny but you get what i'm saying um yes so mental health all those things now of course i will touch on that covid has done so much damage and it's just affected every single person person's life on the planet in more ways than one with things like your financial situation mental health social interaction even your physical health as well it's just even with like grieving if you've lost lost someone regardless if it was from COVID I think that just this time has been so difficult for so many people and it's just even though there are some good things that has that have come out of COVID I think so much of it to just ignore it wouldn't make sense and I think that a lot of times what I found especially in my life is that all of that struggle and all that pain and all that hardship it breeds better things later down the line and it kind of paves the way for just flourish for that didn't make sense but just for you to flourish later and really thrive later so just what I think of is okay, you're struggling now, but just push through it because the good will come later because I think it's I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but um it's just I guess my whole idea is it's okay to feel bad and to have those negative feelings, and yeah, it's okay to feel those things, but the second that it becomes too much, and you're creating it yourself rather than it's a response to a situation that's the second that's the literally when you need to look step back and be like okay I'm just doing this I'm putting more pain onto myself than I need to and I think that's what a lot of people I think have been doing because they've been revisiting those really painful experiences but having so much time on their hands and I'm just curious to see how much of that is self-inflicted if any of it is at all um so yes, I guess I totally feel like I went on a tangent there, but um, just keep in mind that the terrible things and the horrible things that happen always, always, always breed and facilitate and pave the way, really, for better things in the future. Especially with COVID, because I've, I've talked about this with people that I know before, but in the, in the near future, I think that we will begin to have... Like our Roaring Twenties, just and just have like concerts and live events. Like nobody is gonna be home, and I think that that's really similar to what happened during. I think it was the Spanish flu a hundred years ago. There was a Spanish flu for a couple years, and then it just flourished and it became the Roaring Twenties and really what it is now today with all of those things. People were constantly going out and partying, and I think that that's really gonna happen again this time, and people are just gonna flourish. And yes. Of course, we're probably going to have hardships later as well, but I think it's just important to just remember that the good will come. Another thing about the pandemic, which I think, at least from what I've seen, that hasn't been discussed really, is that a lot of these new diseases and um, illnesses and all these things that have happened and come about really in the last 20 years are from Um, global warming. I believe that's what scientists have been saying because a lot of frozen diseases that were, that became frozen like during um, the ice age and various things like that, I please correct me if I'm wrong, but they have been kind of entrapped in the melting ice in the ice glaciers in the poles and because of global warming and just the rising temperatures, they have becoming thawed and, um, just becoming more released. So I think that a lot of this can be avoided a little bit, not completely, but with the warming temperatures, I know there has been a a release of some new diseases. So I think that through this experience, especially with COVID, um, it's important to, it's empowering really to think we can have an effect on if new pandemics or epidemics occur by just re um, reducing our carbon footprint, which. If you are unfamiliar with that, that is um, like your carbon footprint is basically, how much emissions or, yeah, carbon emissions you generate just yourself through, the products you buy, the food you consume, um, your transportation, what type of house you have, things like that. I do not remember the website that that is. If you want to check check it out and see what your carbon footprint is and like resources to where you could reduce your carbon footprint obviously just becoming more environmentally friendly in general helps with that but yes that is something interesting to look at um, but yeah I talked about I again on tangent if you couldn't tell I like to go on tangents um especially this episode apparently but yes you can semi avoid I think a lot of released illnesses into the atmosphere if we halt The melting of some of the huge glaciers in the poles which I know that please fact check me and correct me if I'm wrong on that because I do not want to be putting out false information that is um, not the goal of this podcast I've never wanted to give out false information or anything of the sort but with that said that is what I have um, kind of discovered is that scientists have Found that with the melting ice caps and on the poles and all the glaciers and things like that, new diseases from species that were frozen or just matter in general, um, underneath the ice caps and ice, uh, what are they called? Plates or something like that, um, have been releasing more illnesses. Which, I know it can be concerning, but just remember, you do your part and at least in the U.S., we can do it politically and doing with voting and elect people that are, that have the really the environment's best interests at heart. So yes, COVID has generated its fair share of positive and negative things, but I think it's empowering to see that we can make changes and we are capable of making changes and preventing the next pandemic. And I think that's so important. Once we realize that we actually, as this, as a society, and really as the world, we can come together and prevent all of these pandemics and illnesses if we just help us be more environmentally friendly. And then that I know this has been that whole topic was a little bit unrelated, but I thought it was something important to add. Anyway, so I think that is going to be the end of this week's episode. I know it was a little bit shorter than normal. It's just on the topic of COVID. I know I've talked about it before and everybody's sick of talking about it. But I think that with the new developments, it was a really a topic I needed to um, address really. So anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode. It means so much to me when you all like listen and interact with the podcast really in any ways that you can. Um, And of course, this podcast has always been about kind of keeping a conversation, educating ourselves, kind of making us better people. So I'm so glad you came. I really like um, making this podcast for you all. And it's just, it's definitely a mutualistic um, relationship because I like talking about things because it, makes me feel better more mind clarity but I also feel like from what I've heard is that this podcast has really helped people kind of feel more connected and relatable and I know that that is something I talked about in previous episodes that I want to foster this idea of being connected so as I said before thank you for listening I hope you have a great day um, night morning week year month whatever. And thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you all have a a great time and I will see you all next week. Join us next week. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.